0: Hi, I'm Adrian, and in this short podcast, I'll be sharing topics relating to financial stress, and we will also explore how our mind reacts to money, and what we can do to improve our financial situation. Take a break and link copy with Adrian every Friday. Now, the term monkey mind is a term that is describing how our mind is always looking for new things, coming from trees to trees, and we are not really being very stable in our mental state. And this could be as a result of our experience. This could be as a result of the particular scenario or the particular circumstance that we are in. And the monkey in our mind starts to mess up our logical thinking and start to mess everything up and makes us react in a different way. Have you ever experienced a time where you felt that you have control over something and after that whole scenario has happened and is done with, the end result is not what you expected? It's as though something have messed up your mind and during that period of time, you don't know what you are actually doing at all. You thought that you have control over everything, but you know, it doesn't work as what you want it to be. Now, that could be the monkey mind at work. Now, the monkey mind messes with our mind in terms of financial planning as well. Now, it could lead to things like impulse spending where we are buying things unnecessarily as well, or we are buying things that we do not need and we don't even have the time to really think if we need or not, we just go ahead and buy it. Now, that's what the monkey does to our mind. And the other thing is that because it goes from three to three, it doesn't really allow us to have the time to focus on what is important to us at that point of time. As a result, we probably don't have proper planning into to bring us to the next level. And last but not least, it could also result in unnecessary stress in us on how to handle the situation at that point of time and also the anxiety that actually builds up where our mind is you know, whirlwind, where we thought that we had everything under control but we are actually slowly losing sight of our objective and we are losing sight of what we set out to be. Now that could be very dangerous because if you do not train your mind to react in a way that is good to you, to react in a way that is healthy to you, to build good habits, slowly, slowly you will succumb to whatever that is being built inside of you, and that may lead you down the wrong path. Now, in financial planning, it means that I you know we should cultivate our internal mindfulness when we are going through our finances. And what do I mean by this? Now, if you notice that when you are making a purchase decision or any important financial decisions, there is a financial mind map inside your head. You may not notice, but it actually goes through a very quick process if you are not mindful enough. But you can try this at your own pace. Now, you can try to break it down, the different steps that you actually take when you are making a financial decision. And that's what I realized when I look at it on my own. Because I start to compartmentalize what actually went through my mind And I try to arrest the wild mindset that is occurring inside of me and try to stop it at that time, bring the pace down and to bring it through the structure mental mind map that I've formed inside my head. So the next time when you are trying to reach a financial decision, go through this process, this mental mind map. If you're not very sure whether or not it can help you, you might want or you can visualize it at all. You might want to write down on a piece of paper, what is it about, how important it is for you to get it and what are the financial implications if you were to get it? So this is how you can create the mental mind map in you when you're making a financial decision. And the second thing you can do is to set a clear objective and goals. In most of our lives, there is not a requirement for us to set a goal. However, setting a goal brings you very, very clear to where you're going and what you're doing all this for. Now, having a clear objective can help you to structure your mental mind map as well. Because when you're going through your mental mind map and you realize that you have a particular objective that you have to meet and because of the particular thing that is bringing you down or that is holding you back from reaching your goals, then you might want to think twice. So having a clear objective and goals can help you to stay focused on the original path that you wanted to take for your finances. And number three, when you have a goal already, you also want to know how long it take you to go there. Because then if something crops up along the way, you wouldn't want that to disrupt your original intention. And that's where budgeting comes into play very handy because it allows you to try to find a balance between purchasing a particular thing and extending your goals. Last but not least, if you're having trouble keeping this up, it might be good to find an accountability partner it could be your spouse, it could be your best friend, it could be your parents, it could be your children, or it could even be your financial advisor. Whoever that you feel can help you in your financial decisions, they can help you keep track of where you are right now. Someone who is not judgmental or and you don't have resistance trying to share things with that person. As long as you find the right person, an accountability partner would help you to keep you on track. So I hope that with this You have a better understanding of how you can handle your monkey mind and what are some of the ways they can train your mind to react in a way that you really want it to be when you're making your financial decisions. I hope this helps and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Feel free to share your thoughts or topics that you are keen to know more in future episodes.